Hello and welcome to the Paddle School Podcast. Your host and paddle coach Sandy here. Each episode I will share with you my paddle coaching experience, bringing you top tips, latest news from around the world and interviewing some of the leaders in the industry and all to help you play your best paddle. So let's not waste any more time, get comfortable and enjoy the episode. In this solo episode today, we're going to cover the most important tactic in paddle, which is how you should be taking the net. Now, this is something that players of all levels should know and understand because it will really make it easier for you to get into an advantageous position in the point. To begin with, the objective of paddle is to try and finish the point. And to do that, you are going to be most successful when you get to net. But that doesn't help if your way of getting to net is so risky that you end up losing the point half of the time. So in this episode, we're going to cover what you should not be doing and what we often see players do when they're learning the game and it's a mistake, followed by the three best ways to take the net. So when it comes to mistakes, and this is for tennis players, but also players that have not come from tennis, they know that they should be at net to try and finish the point. So they try and get to net at every single opportunity. And the tennis term for it is to chip and charge. And you see that a lot where players will hit a return and then they'll sprint into net regardless of where their ball goes. And all that happens is it means that they're out of position because they haven't got time to get to net fully. They end up in that no man's land area, which is just in front of the service line. And it opens up all the gaps for your opponents to then volley into and you end up on immediately on the back foot if you can even stay in the point at all. But I do understand this mentality because coming from tennis myself, I know that if my opponent was at net in tennis, I want to try and block the angles for his volley. So I might step in a little bit and try and go in a diagonal way to block that ball. But in paddle, you've got the glass. And not only have you got the glass that the ball bounces back to you, but the ball slows down after the glass. So really, if you can get comfortable dealing with the ball off the glass, there's absolutely no need to rush into net. You can take your time and choose when you should be approaching. We see this most often at the beginner level, pretty much on all of the balls on the return or if the ball is volleyed in towards the back glass, players want to hit the ball and come in. And actually they do it without even realising they step in front of the service line and therefore they're out of position. But we also see it right the way up to an intermediate and advanced level where players might hit a chiquita, a ball down to the feet or they might hit a lob and they immediately step forward when really all that does is put you and your partner in a difficult position because your partner has to then react. Either Either he thinks you're coming forward and he would come with you or he has to stay back and therefore you're slightly staggered and if you're staggered what that means is when that ball goes down the middle for example it leaves you with a difficult decision should you be the one to have to move back and then take it or does he have to come across and cover you because you're out of position so we've established now that really you want to be patient to take your time and when you get the right ball then you want to do one of these three to get the net. Now the first one of these and probably the best way is to hit a lob over your opponents. So when I'm talking about a lob over your opponents, the ball goes over their heads, it bounces, comes off the back glass and they go fully back and you can both come fully forward. And that immediately puts them from an advantageous position into a defence position at the back of the court. Although you do need to be wary that depending upon your lob, if it bounces away from that back glass and you're at a kind of intermediate to advanced level, they can attack you off that back glass, which is that bahada, which is, you know, the attacking fastball, which means that you and your partner, when you're at net, need to be ready to block it. Now, that's not a bad thing. It's good because you've got the net and that was really your objective of the lob. And if you do 
block it and they don't hit a really good shot, then you're still in a good position because they're at the back of the court and you're at the front of the court, which is really what you were going for. Now, if you do hit a lob that either goes into the corner of the court or it has a slight bit of backspin or it doesn't come away from that back glass, the most likely option for them is to hit a lob. Now, these really are the two options. Yes, there are some variety, but either your lob will bounce away from that back glass and they'll attack it or it'll be a good lob and they'll be forced either to hit a lob back to you or they'll hit try and hit down to your feet or something like that but you can see now you can this is the best way to anticipate is to firstly judge how good your lob is to see right that's a really good lob they're not gonna be able to do much they're only gonna be able to lob in which case you can already start preparing for that ball or you'll hit your lob and you'll think right that's bounced quite far off that back glass they look like they're going to be in an attacking position in which case I need to be on my toes ready to block this ball and get a racket on it. Those are really your two options from that situation. Now when we're talking about a successful lob your aim is to give as much space at the back of the court for you to aim at so in order to do that you want to bring your opponents forward and that might be hitting down to their feet or you hit one or two balls down before you go for your lob if you're lobbing every ball then they're going to get used to that they're going to stand further back and therefore you've got a smaller area to aim for but they're ready to hit their smashes so what you want to do is try and bring them as close to the net as possible to give yourself space over the top now in one of the videos on YouTube I've actually talked about two different types of lob and I'll link to this in the show notes but you have the high lob and you have a fast lob. Now the high lob the, the benefits of the high lob is that Firstly, it's difficult to smash, so if they do decide to smash it, the ball is coming down with a lot of speed and it's a difficult one for them to hit, but also it means that it's not going to bounce away from that back glass too much because of the trajectory of the ball. Another one is the fast lob, and that usually is when you bring your opponents close, you give yourself a big gap and you hit relatively low over them. It still clears them, but it's a bit lower and therefore they have less time to react and that ball goes faster towards the back glass. And it means even though it does bounce off the back glass, they haven't had time to get into a good attacking position. So you're not going to have to defend that ball quite as much as if it were bouncing high off that back glass. One thing to avoid with these lobs is that tennis style lob. Now the lob in tennis, the purpose is just to clear your opponent and to try and kick the ball so it goes as far as possible. But here, if the ball is going with that kind of trajectory or even with a little bit of that top spin, it's just going to bounce off easier off that back glass. So actually in paddle technique, you want to come more underneath the ball, get a higher trajectory and have less rebound. So that's one thing to work on and you can really practice that in your next match is coming underneath that ball rather than coming from behind the ball and creating that kind of trajectory of 45 degrees and therefore bouncing off that back glass. So talking about the high lob, that brings us to the second way to take the net. And this is to hit a high lob and to come up and block that next ball. Now this is something that we mentioned before, it's difficult to hit that high lob. So often players will hit a bandeja and often a kind of block-like bandeja with the chest where they're not going to be able to generate a lot of power on that ball. So what you want to do is you immediately hit your high lob. And this works really well if you're outside or you're indoor with a high ceiling and the higher the ball goes, Obviously you get less accuracy because it's more difficult to hit an accurate very high lob but if you can get that ball relatively deep and therefore give yourself time to come forward then that's the best. So initially you want to judge the depth of the ball 
Say to yourself, right, have you hit that deep enough that you can come forward and it's a difficult enough shot for them? Because if you've hit it really high but it goes short, they might let the ball bounce and then hit an attacking Vibra or a shot like that. So you want to make sure that it's deep enough. And once you can see it's deep enough, you want to analyze your opponent's action. If it looks like they're going to hit a bandeja, as in just block the ball, then you want to say to yourself, right, this is a good one to come forward and for me to volley. If it looks like they're winding up to really unleash a good vibra, you might say to yourself, it's a bit too risky to come forward. And if you can't come forward all the way, then you get stuck in that half no man's land again and that's not a position you want to be in. Another good way to approach this is to look at what's already happened in the match. If you've hit two or three high lobs and they've hit a bandeja and you've stayed back then you'll catch them by surprise by coming forward but at the same time if you've hit three or four high lobs and you've come up and you've blocked all of those balls and they've been in a difficult position they might then decide to attack that next ball. So you need to think right what has already happened in the match and if I hit a high lob and you look at the way that they're moving and analyze the opponent then you can commit to coming forward and when I say commit to coming forward you need to go all the way up to block don't hit the high lob and think right I'm going to come forward and volley and then halfway through you decide actually you're going to stop and if you stop halfway up the court then you're in the worst position you either want to be at the back and you're going to defend at the back of the court or you come all the way up and you block that volley and therefore immediately take the net because even if you're halfway up the court in that no man's land and you're able to block it you still haven't taken the net and you're going to end up having to retreat because after that their bandeja they will come forward so it doesn't make any sense for you to come forward off a high lob and block halfway up the court and then move back again with this way of approaching, it's important that your partner comes with you because if you were to hit the high lob, you go up and block that first ball, then either they need to come up and block with you at the beginning or they need to come on that next ball because if you end up blocking that ball, the opponents will just hit the ball back into that corner where your partner's at the back and therefore you'll lose the net again. So your two options are either when you hit that high lob, your partner comes with you immediately and you both try to block or they'll come on that next shot because if you're lobbing on the cross court, your partner doesn't need to necessarily come on that ball because the aim is to hit the bandeja cross court and that's where you'll be standing. They can analyse the situation before they decide to come forward. If you've blocked the ball and your opponents have to retreat because you're in a good position, they can come up and join you at net. Or if you block the ball and it wasn't such a good block and your opponents are then attacking and moving forward, they can stay back and you, as the person at net, would then need to retreat and join them at the back of the court. So the third option to take the net is to hit a shot down to the feet. Now in Spanish they call this a chiquita and this is basically a softball that is either flat or with a little bit of slice that goes down to the feet and either bounces around where the feet are or in front of the feet so that your opponent has to hit either a low pickup volley or a half volley. Either way the ball will be rising over the net allowing you time to come forward. It's not possible for your opponent to attack this ball so it gives you a good opportunity if you can read that shot to come forward and block that next ball and then your next ball you have either the option to block a volley directly at them or into one of the spaces or you can hit a volley lob into the space behind them. Now if you've hit a good Chiquita they've had to come forward so they're closer to the net leaving you with a good space behind them and this is where that fast lob comes into use. You can hit a fast lob over the top of them with the volley 
meaning that they're going to have to sprint back and you're already halfway up the court because you've got into a volley position so it gives you lots of time to get to that net position. Now this is a shot that really you should be practicing because you don't want to just use this in a match because that lob volley is quite difficult to get right and you don't want to hit it too short in which case they can then hit an attacking volley and therefore you're immediately on the retreat again. So a couple of things to think about when it comes to the Chiquita is the direction of that shot. Now, if you're going to play that cross-court, for example, you're on the backhand side and you play cross-court to the opposite backhand side down towards the fence, then your partner needs to be aware that that ball could be going down the line, in which case he might be the one that comes forward and blocks it. If you play down the line, then you'll be the one that comes forward. You basically, for them, it's easier for them to hit that ball up down the line or for them to go for a cross-court angle towards the fence. Those are the two options that you really want to be ready for. And if it's a good Chiquita, then you can follow it in or your partner can follow it in. Again, like with the high lob, you can judge the situation. And if it is a good Chiquita, then you both come forward or one of you can stay back to analyze what's going to happen before making that decision for both of you to commit to net. Now, the key with this shot it's not like in tennis where you might hit an approach shot and immediately follow it in. You need to just check that it's actually a good shot. So if you go for that Chiquita and actually it ends up being a little bit higher and you sprint in, then they close down the volley, then you're in a bad position. So you just want to make sure you've got time in paddle because obviously the net position is close to the back. It's only a few steps. So you've got time to see if that's a good shot or not before you commit to coming to net. This shot down to the feet is a really important shot in paddle and if you watch the pros you'll see that most of their balls are either a Chiquita down to the feet or to an angle or a lob. But it's an unnatural shot if you're coming from tennis because never do your opponents approach the net and you think oh I'm just going to hit softly down to their feet. You either go for a pass or a lob and if you're not coming from tennis it's not something that you really pick up because most of the time you start playing and you always play probably too fast than you should do to begin with and the change of the rhythm with the Chiquita is never really used. So this is something where you really want to get this into your game as soon as possible. Just try and use it in some of your upcoming social matches. Hit a short ball down to the feet and just see what they can do because really there's not a lot that they can do with it even if you hit it a little bit too high or a little bit too fast there's not a lot that they can attack you with on that shot so you just need to be patient and like I said with the high lob it really depends upon what has happened in the points already if you've used that shot a lot with the Chiquita they might be wary of that and as soon as you look like you're going to hit it they might already step forward to hit be attacking with that ball to not allow you to come forward so this is where you really want to mix up these three options for taking the net in an ideal world yes you can lob straight over their head and you come forward and it's nice and easy but when your opponents get used to a certain style of play they will adapt and therefore you need to adapt how you will take the net and if you can take the net in a combination of ways sometimes a high lob and you come forward and block sometimes you're hitting down to the feet then you come and block over their head then your opponents are not going to know what to expect and so when they come to net they're always on edge and they're always looking for what you might be doing and if you can mix it up you're going to be in a much better position to catch them off guard and take the net one mentality that always works for paddle is always be prepared to start again because in paddle you go from attack to defense so quickly even within one shot or two so always be ready to start the point again to start rebuilding because you might get into a position where you hit high lob and you come forward to block and they hit a good shot past you and you're forced back to retreat and you start at the back of the court again don't let this put you off 
just say to yourself, right, how can I rebuild the point from here and how can I then take the net position? And if you're not rushed, if you're being patient, then you will be successful in taking the net. You just need to find the right opportunity to go for that lob. So to finish this episode, I'll talk about one thing I wish I'd known when I was learning this myself, and that is I pretty much did everything that we said not to do. I used to chip and charge, I came forward, I liked to volley, so I always tried to get the net at every opportunity, and I wish I had allowed myself to become comfortable at the beginning with the back glass. I didn't have confidence with the back glass, so I was always taking the ball on half volley and then sprinting to net. And really, if I'd have said to myself, right, I'm going to just spend the next month getting used to that back glass, taking my time, becoming patient at the back of the court, then I could be selective about when I come forward. And the problem was, is because I never allowed myself to do that, it took me a long time to gain confidence. And therefore, it took me a long time to be patient in the point. You can't be patient in the point if you're always chipping and charging. So my recommendation would be, Try to get used to this style of play while you're learning the game. Allow yourself to be patient at the back. And it doesn't matter if at the beginning you make mistakes off the back glass or you get stuck in the corners. That is the only way you're going to learn this. So just get used to it. Spend a lot of time digging the ball out of those corners, playing off that back glass. And once you get confident with that, then you're in a great position because if you're comfortable at the back of the court, you know you can stay there for as long as you like, choose the right ball to come forward. And if you're the one choosing the ball, then you're more likely to be successful taking that net. So once you feel confident taking the net, then you need to think about how can you keep the net. And that's content for a different episode because there there's a few different ways of holding on to that net position and keeping your opponents at the back. Now in the show notes, I'm going to include the two different types of lob, the Chiquita and the objective of the paddle point so that you can actually watch this in video form. And if you enjoy this episode, please leave a review and please subscribe. This is one of our earliest podcast episodes, so it'd be great to get some feedback and hopefully you'll join us for the next episode. Thank you.